Aloha and welcome to Conversations to Enlighten and Heal. I'm your host, KG Styles. Today I'm excited to be speaking with Lada Dunchiva. Lada is an internationally renowned astrologer, lecturer, and teacher. Lada brings a wealth of understanding about astrology from Vedic, Hellenistic, medieval, and Western astrology. On today's show, Lada will talk with me about love advice for the 12 signs. On the show, you'll get powerful insights about how to increase the flow of love and romance in your life. If you have questions or comments, please post them below this video for a response. Now, please join me in welcoming to the show, Lada Donchiva. Welcome to the show, Lada. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, KG Styles. It's wonderful. I'm here for the third time, I think. Yeah. The third show. With well, you're very yes. popular. You're very popular. So well, I, I enjoy doing those shows. <laughs> yeah. So and, we, uh, I just checked our uh, our stats, and we are reaching uh, more than 126 countries now. Oh. And so yeah. So we're we're reaching about two thirds of the world with the broadcast so it is really an opportunity to help uh you know lift people to inspire people and to help them awaken in their consciousness and uh empower them uh to to you know create love and romance in their lives and you're giving them uh, tools for exactly how to do that today on today's show so so i'm excited to get right to the heart of love and romance for the 12 signs are you ready Yes. <laughs> so is there anything foundational that we need? Is there any backdrop before we get into the 12 signs? You know, any key uh, factors, things you want to talk about for love and romance that are true for every sign? I I don't want to make it too complicated. I want it to okay. be more. Everyone, even if they don't know astrology, they know at least their sun sign. And the sun sign okay. shows all personality traits. But I, those of you who have access to birth chart calculator although you can go to my birth chart calculator at astrolada.com check at least the sign of your venus because venus shows what your relationship uh preferences will be like in the male horoscope it describes the type of woman and the type of behaviors you'll be attracted in a woman and in a female horoscope it would show what kind of relationship she finds most interesting most satisfying and fulfilling as well so for both male and female venus is the key planet for love and um you don't need to know your time of birth you can just enter your the rest of your, the details you can find there there is planetary detail table from the birth chart calculator you can see what your venus sign is and you can also listen and pay attention to your sun sign because the sun is a very core personality and if you know a bit more astrology you can check also the moon sign which is very much connected to relationships as well you know and it will show you what your emotional needs are but for those of you who know nothing about astrology just check your sun sign and possibly even the venus sign okay. so let's start with aries okay uh, i wanted i have one more question from your perspective uh is it more relevant the vedic or western astrology uh, I for, okay I, for predicting the romantic attraction because tropical zodiac is based on the local earth uh, zodiac the sidereal is the cosmic zodiac it's the backdrop that the stars that, that the sun our solar system is moving around 
but our local Earth zodiac is the tropical one, so it shows much more the uh, the qualities that are much more obvious and um, to the surface, you know, so to speak. And they correspond with the seasons for the northern hemisphere, uh, like the chakra system, you know. Even though the southern hemisphere, the seasons are the opposite, but it's like a body, like it has its chakras, the upper part and lower part. It has to be oriented to the head, so to speak. And yes. that's why the tropical zodiac is just works. I mean, I've uh, experimented with both, but tropical, when, whenever I've done, for example, finding lost objects and finding the color of the new car is going to get, these colors and these details can be shown with tropical zodiac only, uh, correctly, of course. Wonderful. Wonderful. So that's why I use the tropical, the normal Western zodiac. And let's start with Aries. Yes. Uh, I can talk about Aries forever. I'll try not to stay too long on each sign. But if you happen to know someone or be in love with someone who has their Venus in Aries or their Sun in Aries, well, first of all, Aries is not the most relationship-oriented sign. Of course, they love, they want to be in relationships, but it's a sign of me, of the self. So they might, be, they might come across a little bit selfish in relationships like a single child that's grown up alone type of thing, you know. And uh, because they, they're much more aware of themselves and uh, they might feel a little bit like they, they, they don't care about their partner, but it's not true, you know. Areas, like every human being, everyone wants to be part of a loving relationship. It just, it doesn't come so easy to areas because it's just the opposite sign from relationships, from Libra. Uh, so they might come up as immature in, in the earlier part of their life. Maybe to, they, 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 they say for areas, people that they're in their, that they, they're in their teenage years till they're basically. And oftentimes, I would areas to, they rush in relationships. For them, because areas is the sign of Mars, passion. So for them, love equals sex. <laughs> Lust equals love. They might find it hard to recognize, is it really love? Or actually, this man or this woman makes me horny, I'm in love. You know, they can mix both things up. Uh, and um, that's why they can make some mistakes and rush into relationships. And me being typical areas, uh, because I used to really desire someone out end up dating them only getting bored uh, and a few months later dropping and going for someone else who excites me so for areas i would advise them not to rush too quickly into relationships because this is where they can fail this is where they can confuse sexual drive and desire for actual love and that's their problem as well areas is not the easiest sign to be in a long-lasting relationship relationships they get they fall in love with you they can reach out bring you stars from the sky promise you but they're like a falling sky star they burn up bright and fast you know so they put so much passion and excitement in the relationship and if the relationship gets routine that's it Aries loses the interest so they would they can keep the interest in the relationship by subconsciously starting arguments or creating some drama or some challenging uh, situations and after that, tore them out in bed, for example, you know. This can actually, the thing that kills them to routine, too easy going, just, but having said that, don't go arguing and fighting with Aries all the time, because if it's too much of a challenge, Aries is not a staying sign. They'll drop you like a hot potato. 
but it, it needs to be exciting. If you give them everything easy from the start, smooth, if you're, you know, um, super known, they might. Yeah, and that's why there's a lot of times people with Venus in Aries, so Sun in Aries, might might like the bad type, bad girl type of relationships, and they would have a lot of exciting, but more relationship. They learn to rule their hormones a bit more and to realize that hormones does not equal loving relationships. But being staying put in the relationships is a bit hard for them, unless the relationship is challenging, more stimulating. Um, unless they have a lot of freedom. If their partner gives them freedom to move, to, to go about and to explore things, they'll be, they'll be much more willing to stay in the relationship if their partner is jealous, if the partner is controlling. Aries person, especially Venus in Aries person, will leave you. Um, they cannot tolerate unless they have maybe a lot of Taurus in their horoscope, so they stay there for the you know for the stability. But they'll have affairs on the side. Aries is not known as the most faithful of sign, if especially if their um, sex, uh, if the sex life, intimate life is not good anymore. If it's not there, they would be looking around, or if um, or if. Um, you know, the, the things has fizzled out, Aries is more likely to, <laughs> to roam around, you know. Um, and to keep the interest, surprise them. Uh, bring, you know, organize things out of the blue. Uh, don't always plan, oh, it's Wednesday, we're going to have sex. So it's a Tuesday, we go for curry on Tuesday. And on Thursday, we, you know, we, we go um, to watch the cinema or whatever. Uh, if, if the less, program you have the most spontaneity the more areas will get excited about you and uh, sometimes it's good to play a bit of games with areas i'm i'm saying this because if you're the areas they like things to be simple you know so they don't they don't want emotional manipulation games because if it's too much areas does not have time for such bullshit they'll cut through you they'll pass through you and leave you uh but a little bit from time to time, if you're fully an open book, you're not a challenge for an Aries. You need to maybe have a bit more independence yourself, a bit more excitable life that the, uh, and uh, a life of independence yourself that the Aries person would like to be part of as well. So that was something that might keep their fire going and um, organize spontaneous fun things for them if, or if you're Aries yourself. Um, even sports activities can be very stimulating for areas. Um, they're very physical, so they need some physical movement to stimulate the passion in them as well. Going dancing, for example, can be great fun for areas. Uh, going extreme sports, I wouldn't say, but for example, I remember one of my best dates was when we went fly fishing with my husband. I, that's something that pulls you. On a boat, and you're holding for your dear life not to fall off the, um, the you know, it's like I don't know, it's it's very dangerous. <laughs> but I was so excited and so happy that day. I was feeling much more in love with my husband. So something with adrenaline can can make them very excited for a date or unplanned date, something more raw. And Aries gets stimulated by fiery colors, red, oranges, you know. Um, also, tone body. If you have a man you're in love with, with Venus in Aries, he'll be 10 times more likely to look at a woman who has more athletic body. 
uh, a woman who has more youthful appearance. She doesn't have to be young, but she needs to have this youthful spirit, liveliness, because Aries is the youth, is the baby of the zodiac. So they, they like tight body. For example, Jennifer Aniston has Venus in Aries. You see how her body is very kind of the attractiveness there of a more youthful, um, uh, toned type of body, you know. This is probably the type of body that men and women with Venus or Sun in Aries will be more attracted to. Uh, and it doesn't have to be bulky or muscular, just, you know, tight in a sense, <laughs> youthful looking. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, excitable dates. If you put them on a date where they have to keep etiquette, where they have the knives and plates and whatever, spoons to choose from, and they feel like they're being watched from everywhere, no, they need to, they need to be raw. They need to be a little bit more uh, like a Peter Pan personality, a, bit, a little bit more wild energy around them to enjoy it and not to have to pretend to be someone to be raw to be natural and then they'll thrive and, you know so anything excitable that has a lot of movements is fantastic you know adventures yeah, but, for them that's, yeah, that mars energy that mars is energy that first is house that first you know house. that's the uh, that's you know how you project yourself and how how you know it's very physical that first house exactly it's very fleshly physical it's raw it's sexual and often men or women with venus or mars in areas they can be turned on just by looking at the genitals <laughs> simple or raw you know <laughs> like nothing fancy but that and when they get excited they can usually get excited from something on the spot they might want to have sex now and there you know <laughs> behind the bushes or something that can be very exciting for them and if their partner is too traditional to know we always make it on the bed we never do something spontaneous this will this is the fastest way for them to lose interest but if the partner is willing to do crazy stuff with them from time to time not all the time <laughs> no one can be like that full time all the time but once a month to do something crazy some adventure with them this will fuel their fiery energy now let's move to Taurus okay very different very different they enjoy Taurus Venus in Taurus or Sun in Taurus sensuality the Taurus is the five senses so for them good food winding them dining them uh, taking them to you know to enjoy smells good views you have to take them to a luscious restaurant with uh, five seven tasting course menu with a view of the sunset because the, the five senses that this is what stimulates them erotically and sensually uh, and uh, it doesn't have to be expensive you can do it you know they do like though they like luxurious things they like to see that you've put quality and thought into something if you take them on an area's date they'll hate you <laughs> so if you take them roller skating or something in the you know jumping with parachutes out no you need to be comforting for the body for the smell um uh, you know making for them elegant presence um i know it's very uh it's it's not true for all tauruses but they're because they're earthly sign very tangible uh they appreciate earthly material things it doesn't have to be an expensive pre present but something material they can touch they can appreciate they'll be very grateful for and they'll they'll connect to you more they'll bond to you more uh and they might be slow to give their heart away because taurus you know is very gradual is the most fixed sign and earthly so they take their time to fall in love they fall in love 
by the person proving to them with tangible behaviors and consistent behavior that he's there or she's there for them and that is the right person rather than by spontaneous combustion like areas come. Um, so for Taurus, it might take a while before they start a relationship. It's the opposite like Aries. Aries jumps too quickly. Taurus takes their time, they savor, they, you know, unless you have a sun in Taurus and Venus in Aries, so you might be slow for other things, but you go and jump into relationships quickly. But if, uh, you know, the Taurian energy is about taking it slowly, uh, testing it, um, enjoying it, indulging it. If you give them too much grief or a sense of instability, uh, okay, this can initially can provoke the interest, but in the long run, the source is not made for this type of thing. Uh, they need to feel safety, they need to feel security and that you are loyal. If they don't feel that, sooner or later, they just will not be, it, it might be just a stepping stone relationship to teach them something, not an ultimate relationship. Uh, and they're more traditional values. They're more, you know, take them to good food, traditional um, dating experience, buy them good perfumes, a nice scarf. They love accessories for the neck. They like more earthly colors, more toned down colors, more elegant, you know, uh, materials as well. Don't go dressed um, like, um, you know, attracting too much attention. They have to be stylish, has to be ladylike uh, or you know whatever the other word is for men <laughs> and um, Taurus is though because they're loyal sign even if a relationship is not going good they'll try and make it they'll stay there even if it's a relationship that is taking their toll on them they'll be like trying 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 because if they invest the time money energy efforts uh, they'll they'll try it for the to the bitter end to stay there uh, and sometimes even to the detriment of themselves you know uh, but if there is too much inconsistency again and lack of loyalty uh, and lack of comfort and lack of financial stability this for Taurus this is important um, if the partner cannot provide this financial stability or if the partner is wasting that financial stability um, a Taurus will think twice before getting into a relationship with you, you know. But they can be extremely sensual. They're ruled by Venus, these people in the sack, like they say. I've heard that they're some of the very good lovers. They can carry on for a long time because Taurus is this consistent sign, slowly, longly, luxuriously, lazily. <laughs> Maybe they'll want to do most of the work, you know. Uh, but uh, you can enjoy long sessions of lovemaking. Well, Aries is much more. Last time, yeah. 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 and yeah. then Taurus, 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 second house. Yeah, so they, they, I think I, they need to feel valued. They're they're tre they're treasured. They're valued. They're precious to their partner. Exactly, and yeah. you prove it. And they like to see that. And that's why they'll do a lot. If you're with a Taurus, they'll show you their love in practical ways. They'll cook a meal for you. They'll. Uh, take you somewhere, buy you something nice. They'll try and provide for you in some way, even if it's not financially. To you know, so they they try to be very useful as well, and they they build up on things. They build up on things. But if you, I lost my th train of thought. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yes. And then comes Gemini. Gemini is. Um, it's funny why. I don't want to start with that, but. 
I have a lot of clients that come to me that have lovers that are married guys. Uh, and more than more than half of those guys, for some reason, have Venus in Gemini. And the girls are always younger. So Venus in Gemini is it's not supposed to be so, so sensual and sexual, the Gemini sign. They probably do it because Gemini needs variety. And Gemini gets bored so quickly, so they need stimulation and they need youthful energy. Gemini is a very youthful sign again. So they often, you'd see them going for younger, attractive lovers <laughs> that look more youthful for some reason. Uh, and this is what excites them. Um, she doesn't have to be Marilyn Monroe <laughs> type. She can be just youthful, happy, oh, he, you know, whoever it is. I have a female friend with Venus in Gemini and she keeps dating guys that are 10 years younger than her. She just loves their zest and their, and she says, I have this lover on Wednesday, that on Thursday, that on Friday, and they all make me laugh. That's one thing they have in common. And the other thing is that they're all 10 to 15 years younger than me. So I'm not saying for everyone with Gemini it's like that, but they need excitable person around them in relationships. They need a partner that makes them laugh, that is witty, that they can banter around, joke around, um, that they can have sex phone with, <laughs> sex phone sex with. Uh, they can even email or write long letters too. They love the written or spoken expression of feelings. Uh, traveling, Gemini is connected to traveling and uh, being, uh, they get a bit of social butterflies, so that's why it's hard for them to be um, so committed because they're very charming. Anyone who has Gemini a little bit, they have a great gift of the gap and they, they can, they can be funny, they can be very charming, especially Venus in uh, Gemini people over and over again. They're funny, they're fun, they're enjoyable, uh, they're social butterflies, uh, they're willing to do adventures with you, to experiment. Their morals is not particularly, you know, they, they don't have those restrictions of this is not right, this is not traditional, I'm not going to do it. They're like, okay, let's experiment, bring them on. Very let's charismatic. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of politicians that are Gemini. I mean, ah. uh, John John F. Kennedy. Well, there you go. He's yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Oh my God. I, mean, I think uh, I think they're good examples of exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And um, and they stay youthful themselves. They're very funny to talk to. Charming. They know what to say because Gemini is the sign of speaking and especially if you have Venus there like Kennedy has uh, Venus there uh, when you communicate with the opposite sex you'd know what to say but these are the ones that uh, they talk they talk but they don't walk their talk whatever it is they can promise you things they can charm you away they can talk to you about children and everything a woman wants to hear about they can you know <laughs> mesmerize you with their words but uh, when it comes to actually making it, there isn't much consistency there with Gemini, you know. So these are the charmers that you have to be careful with them. Watch what they do. Don't pay attention so much to what they say because it can be a bit misleading. But at the same time, they always have their love life. Um, it's quite energized. It's quite diverse. They have more, because uh, it's a mute, double sign. So they, they have, more than one main life relationships. Nowadays, I'll say quite a few. 
Uh, and even in the late age, they would find <laughs> a young girl or a younger, um, you know, partner to have fun with and to, uh, and you know, you can travel with them. You can buy them, communicate about literature, about music. You need to communicate with them. You need to have an oral and go, go with them for dinner, speak, chat, laugh, exchange, read new books together, explore um, hobbies. They, if you have someone with Gemini, you have to have mutual interest. This will connect you a lot because Gemini is naturally the sign of skills and hobbies. And uh, when you have mutual interest, just speaking about them will connect you with the Gemini. And again, routine will bore them. If everything is always the same, if your spouse always is super predictable, they can get a little bit, you know, bored and start looking around and um, just flirting. Sometimes they can be more flirtatious with words than actual, um, than actually doing those things, you know. They don't do it for the sex. If they cheat or if they have affairs, they do it because they're bored at home, not for the sex. They're, they need some stimulation, some new fresh of influx of ideas in exchange with others. So if you can bring that on the table and if you can create some adventure for them, they'll be very happy. And they're not complicated people. They don't want complicated, you know, um, adventures. But, yeah, but I think they like their imagination. It's that mental stimulation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and they they like lighter colors if you're going on a date with a man or a woman with venus in gemini should appreciate maybe something in turquoise and light blue light green colors it's freshness this is like citrusy fresh energy there uh youthful fashion as well they'll appreciate a lot um even short hair you know that's i've seen like a lot of women with venus in gemini or gemini that looks good with the short hair this youthful look um, they can, yes, so, I don't know, maybe we said everything, maybe not. <laughs> well, then we can look at cancer, then. That's, again, we go into a female sign, so they'll be more traditional when it comes to love. First thing is safety. Cancer will be cautious in relationships. Uh, cancer will test the water, will observe the partner before taking the steps, before opening their heart. Cancer is closed on the outside, but very soft on the inside, like everyone knows. And they try to be hard and protect themselves by looking hard on the outside and more detached. But actually, they're the sign that gets so much attached. That's why they probably go in, try and go in a bit slower. Because especially while they're younger, they know how much they're swayed by feelings, their emotions, um, how when they open their heart to someone, they were hurt so they can close up later in age and you know find it harder to open their heart for for another person and i've noticed that men with venus in cancer for example they prefer women that are more motherly that are more nurturing he would much fall in love he would find it sexy to find a woman cooking barefooted in the kitchen you know and preparing a beautiful meal and being uh, reliable and loving and nurturing tucking him in, in bed you know and I've seen guys like that actually even prefer older women sometimes. That can be almost maternal figures in their life. Uh, or women with bigger breasts. <laughs> That's something that cancer is associated with. Uh, so often you'll see men who have Venus conjunct moon or Venus opposition moon or Venus in um, cancer. Or women who have Venus in cancer or planets in cancer can have beautiful breasts. Uh, and uh, they are... 
they can be though it's not an easy sign for uh, Venus according to ancient astrology because the feelings are too much you need to have a dose when it comes to relationship of objectivity while Venus in cancer people find it very hard they get so enmeshed in feelings they get um, and they're basically very partial when it comes to relationships they take everything very personally so very sensitive again uh, I have my best friend has Venus in cancer um, men adore her she's the proper feminine they're very feminine if you're a woman with Venus in cancer or sun in cancer you have a lot of femininity in you um, but she's very cautious she's very uh, when she's hurt it takes much longer to heal because the the cancer sign is a very vulnerable sign uh, and when it comes to relationships it leaves a deeper mark uh, and they that's why uh, they might look almost fussy when it comes to relationships you know but they're doing this because they're ex extra sensory you know sometimes when a person is extra sensory this is one of the positions for someone who is not extra sensory it's called super sensitive people uh, and cancer have this inclination to have this super sensitivity uh, and they can look fussy to others smells and you know too much loud noises or um, people who are not too careful with them they they can cringe and others say oh what a diva you know but actually they are protecting themselves this way uh, they they like romance they're you have to apply to their feelings they'll appreciate much more something handmade that you've put personal thought and effort into rather than some expensive Louis Vuitton bag or whatever of course they'll enjoy that like every woman but if you do something if you every year dish out to your wife the same expensive bags or whatever it, it's not gonna touch their heart so much as a handmade card for example or pottery that you made for them or something with a personal touch maybe an album of pictures you've been together momentous moments together because cancer is a sign of memory so they 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 live a lot with their memories and you can create such new romantic memories nothing too extreme it has to feel safe it has to feel like you know don't take them to on the Gaza <laughs> you know for exciting holiday under the bombs or something safe um, safe environment um, um, it, it needs to feel familiar because they don't like being too much out of their comfort zone unless they have say a lot of planets in Gemini some areas or something else to compensate for that but otherwise in a romantic atmosphere they need to have sense of familiarity uh, not to be taken too much out of their comfort zone they need to relax and they can relax only with people and environments they get very comfortable they find um, they feel safe in and they find familiar uh, a nice bath can predispose them in romantic situation a holiday by the sea um, this is something that can win their heart you know uh, and <clears throat> let's see well, it's the fourth house. Cancer is the fourth house, which is the home. That's the root of the chakra, of the chakra, of the uh, astrology chart, of the chart. They're more private about their love life as well. You don't, you won't find them posting too much about their lovers on Facebook, maybe about their children and family, <laughs> they, they would, but their private life, they want it more protected. Mm -hmm. Fourth house, it's, you know, it's um, the as I said the most private one of the most private areas in the horoscope they're great nurturers in relationships they can be very loyal there for you and 
if you break up with them, they they might miss you for a long time. You know, it's because those um, memories they linger there. They they keep fond. Again, I give example with my best friend, and she says, "Oh, I still love my first boyfriend, my second, my fourth, my." Nine, ten. I still love them all. <laughs> when I see them, I can immediately connect from the heart with them, and I remember why I love them. You know, while some people mm -hmm. say, "Why did I ever like or love this person?" No, she's like, "I have, you know, a love for for each one of them that I still keep, and I deep connection that twenty years later it's still there." Um, so you have to be a bit more sensitive with their hearts, you know. Uh, and they, they, you can seduce them by talking to them about family and children and beautiful house in the countryside, you know, uh, or stability. Uh, that's heaven for them. Uh, when it comes, though, to Leo, again, according to ancient astrology, Venus in Leo, the sun is enemy of Venus, because the sun rules Leo. It's a little bit of a difficult position for relationship because the focus becomes very much on me. Venus is about us, me and you. Um, the sun is about me, I'm the king. So there might be a little bit of self-centeredness there. Venus in Leo only, when it's the sun in Leo, it does not act like that because the sun in Leo is in its own sign and the person becomes very noble, becomes very uh, generous. But Venus there can create some problems in relationship as to that Either they themselves are very self-focused in relationships or they attract partners that are center stage personality of some sort. And often they're attracted to someone who has some kind of a celebrity status, either in the local circle, maybe you work in a company and this is one of the best, the big bosses there. Or maybe you work in some industry or maybe someone could really take center stage position. Uh, if you have Venus in Leo, you'll be attracted to people with kind of kingly royal behaviors and traits uh, who have center stage positions, politicians. For example, my mom has Venus in Leo and my father was a politician. Um, they're not gold diggers, it's not that. They just, they when you have Venus in Leo, you fall for the flamboyant center stage character, charismatic character, you fall for people with influence, you fall with people with authority of some sort, like a king, kingly type of central roles. Uh, so like, or a man, a man who has Venus in um, Leo, he'd like a glamorous woman. She doesn't have to be the most gorgeous one, but she needs to understand from contemporary fashion. When she goes out, he'd like men to turn after her into, you know, don't you go on a date with someone with Venus in Leo uh, with your hair undone or looking kind of dowdy or old-fashioned. Go in the most glamorous, put on some gold, put on some sparkly things, you know. Put on something that shows off. It doesn't have to be crazy flamboyant, but put on a red dress or a gold dress. You know, do your hair a bit up. Long tresses like a mane. Uh, put some sparkly, they like sparkly. Leo is a sign that likes a bit of sparkle and glamour. And they'll be like, wow, you know, if everyone turns after you, they'll be like, okay, that's the score. <laughs> I like this woman or this man. Uh, and women like that, they'll be with this position, they'll be attracted to men who are fun, entertaining. This is the Leo, he is the one that when the king talks, everyone laughs. <laughs> so you know, they have to have 
the part their partners have to have sense of humor and um, usually they can be disappointment though that's the thing because in the initial stages of dating yes you can idealize someone because Leo is the sign of idealistic it's a sign of idealizing seeing someone like a king you know that's a bit it's not very realistic and when they come to see reality they might get a little bit bored or disappointed with the mundane behavior of their partner um, and because they they like everything to be royal the king doesn't go to the toilet and when you find out the king goes to the toilet or the queen it's like a bit of a downer you know um, but they can be very generous and don't you be stingy with them if you go on a date this is like the worst thing you can do if you're with someone Venus in Leo person or even Sun in Leo uh, if you take them on a date and go Dutch was it Dutch whatever split halfway uh, no you have to show generosity even if you're saving your last penny there uh, and you have to show grandness magn magnanimity of character even if you're petty show this and you get under their skin but these are manipulative tricks if you're not like that, you cannot keep the attention of a Venus in Leo person for a long time. They'll see through that. They'll get disappointed. Actually, they're very touchy. Venus in Leo, just like Venus in Cancer, both signs are very touchy position for the planet of love. Um, because, you know, one is the moon, emotions, everything is taken personally. The other thing, is the sun is the ego. And um, if you don't applause them, if you don't make them compliments, this is how they they feel you love them when you're all the time saying how intelligent you are they are how brilliant they are how wonderful they look uh, and they themselves would do those compliments to them i mean i love being in the company of men in leo because they always give me so many compliments and i know it's fake but i still love it you know it's that's 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 what they need a little bit of this uh, but they they take things personally i have very good observations my mom has this um, even if she likes someone a lot, if they humiliate her, even in the yeah. smallest way in public, that's it. This person does not exist. No matter how much she likes this person, she used to tell me a story of her first fiancé. She was supposed to get married, and he did something slightly humiliating. All her love disappeared. So that's in the, you know, they can, even if they love you, they'll turn their back out of pride and will not come back if, if you if you um undermine the heart, the heart you know yeah. to me the leo is about the, the heart connection and so anything that would you know undermine that heart connection where you feel yeah you know somehow yeah. you've been undermined or you know then you you struck to the heart of your connection yeah, with the leo feels like that and they they are proud and they would not they would mm. not come begging or um, um but usually they're loyal leo is a loyal sign if you're there giving them their compliments being generous with them laughter you don't have to have crazy adventures with leo they're not very experimental sign they're they can actually you can do the same routine uh, they, they enjoy the same routine but it has to be full of laughter it has to be full of glamour it has to be full of, of um, they love people to talk about them, to, for their partner to always look their best. Um, you know, my dad is also a Leo, so 
every time I go out, he says, put on your makeup, put on your high heels. I want to take both of my women to show them off. <laughs> it's so funny, so typical Leo. So he takes us around the center, walks us around and come on, walk straight, <laughs> don't slouch. Look, look, and he walks behind us and he's so proud. Look at my two women, my daughter and my wife. And he looks at the what other men, uh, men, people, and he says, I'm so proud. <laughs> you know? It's very funny to see that. It's very endearing, actually. But very, again, the negative side, they're very touching. Uh, okay, then next. Uh, and they can be egoistical. <laughs> Sometimes they can, they can make it a lot about themselves and forget the needs of the partner as well. Center stage they become. Or if they, or they attract such a partner who is, you know, if their Venus is in Leo, a man can attract a bit more egoistical woman that who is all about herself, you know, in extreme cases, of course. That's in the worst case scenario. And the problem there is with idealization. If the uh, person is not actually some kind of the person you're with, some kind of celebrity or uh, highly appreciated in a certain uh, circle and center stage activity, you might get bored quickly. You might lose the respect for the partner quickly. Um, okay, yeah, well, Leo, I think can get caught up into the projection, you know, where they're projecting a part of their ego on their their partner or yes, yes exactly, yeah. yeah, and expect the partner to be some kind of a dignitary of sort, you know, whether it's in just center stage position might be in their head like my wife is the prettiest in our factory, you know, but as long as she keeps that status, he's happy, you know, something, it can be small scale, it doesn't have to be, she has to be Britney Spears or whatever celebrities are now. Um, okay, and then we go to Venus in Virgo. It's, um, it's considered to be the, oh, Virgos overall. <laughs> uh, I made it more about Venus, but I thought maybe it's a good thing to have mostly about Venus. Um, Venus in Virgo people, the kind of relationships they would like, they don't judge relationships from here. Uh, they would choose with their mind more than, of course, they'll have feelings. It doesn't make them without feelings, but when it comes to making final decision for a partner, uh, they would filter it like a checklist. Check, 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 you know, she has this, she has this, he has this, you know. And that's why sometimes they say they can be calculative, um, calculating, but they will bet on qualities like friendship, on good communication, and sometimes maybe not on the biggest passion, but sometimes for relationship this can be, uh, it can lead you to longer lasting relationship, you know. <laughs> but it can kill sometimes this the, the passion because of that. Venus in, Pi, in um, Virgo is considered to be a bit more difficult position uh, because first of all they're more critical on their partners because they judge them, they filter them through the mind. When you filter from the heart, you don't notice small um, that your partner is messy, that your partner you know, has annoying habits. But when you filter it from the mind, that's the problem there. So there, there is a tendency, Venus in Virgo, or Virgo people overall, to be more critical towards their partners and to be harder to find a partner. And um, to be actually, it's one of the indications that they can be more than one marriage again, interestingly enough. Uh, and debilitated Venus in the divisional charts. I don't know, for people that know a little bit more astrology, in the seventh or ninth divisional chart, having a Venus in Virgo is an indication for having extramarital relationships uh, because there is something that is not enough. Because Virgo is sign of debilitation for Venus. 
And when a planet is debilitated, it's very low. So it feels like it's not enough. Okay, I have this relationship. I have this wife or this husband. Um, I have... Everything is okay, but something's missing. When a planet is debilitated, there is a sense of something is always missing. It's not fully there. So they might get it with another source from outside. And also it's a dual sign. Dual signs are more inclined to having, just like Gemini, it was a dual sign to, to having parallel or more than one marriages. Sometimes, you know, one after another, sometimes start a relationship while with another person still. Um, it's a little bit too big, you know, no planet in sign is completely awful or completely wonderful only. It's not true. Everything, you know, everything can be changed a lot, but this is a little bit one of the more difficult positions. Uh, and, um, but usually they, they'll choose a more practical partner and how they show their love. They show, they'll choose a partner who can show their love with practical ways, doing something, maybe coming, helping them fix something at home or, um, for them, they, they watch what the partner does rather than what the partner says, because earth, it's an earthy practical sign. And that's how, um, that's how it's best for them also to choose their partners because they, for them, it's they appreciate when someone shows tangibly and materially, not just by words, what they that they love them. So with little gestures, uh, and they might not be very demonstrative in their feelings. Again, they're not going to do those grand romantic romantic gestures that. Venus in Leo would do. I forgot to say Venus in Leo. They can book a whole restaurant for you and close it or had a boyfriend with Venus in Luke, he booked the whole cinema for me, <laughs> just for me and him, <laughs> you know. So they can do those grand romantic gestures, but Venus in Virgo, they'll be less demonstrative in their feelings. Uh, maybe they can demonstrate it by coming and bringing you a cup of tea or by, you know, when they see that something is broken, they won't even say they'll fix it for you. You know, they're kind of more uh, service. They, they do service for you. They help you. Like, it's very nice. It's sweet gestures. Uh, one of my big loves, okay, I've had so many lo big loves. <laughs> one of my big loves had been us in Virgo, and he would never kiss me or say, Oh, you're beautiful, I love you. But I knew it, you know, you know it because he comes and does little things for you. And they do love, they do love in a big way with their heart, but sometimes they can be misunderstood because of this uh, lack of demonstration. And uh, my little brother has this as well. And all those girls write to him because he's stunning. He's 16. And they, all of them, they write. I went into his Facebook once, being the old sister. <laughs> so I check his Facebook and all those girls from different schools. Hey, Chrissy, how are you? Let's go out. And he, he doesn't answer to anyone. He answers them just yes, no, no, yes. Super reserved, you know, and they're all crazy about him. So Venus and Virgo people can attract with their reservedness. Actually, they, uh, they can give mixed signals. So. Even if they're interested in someone, they don't show it. And girls or men or women can go crazy about that. You know, we, we do like complicated things, you know. So they, they're known actually to be very attractive to others because of this not showing uh, directly like a Leo in, you know, Leo Venus or Aries Venus. He would fall on his leg. He would tell, I love you. I cannot tear my clothes for you. You know, it's kind of grand gestures. No. They'll be quiet, they'll observe, they'll smile, and everyone's like, oh, going crazy. But being in a long-term relationship like that, um, you know, women who are with men with Venus in Virgo, they say, I know he loves him, but can't he just say it once or, you know, show it in a more romantic way? 
So it starts being heavy for them in the long run. They, they, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're not, not like the middle middle they, they, yeah, they exactly. keep it just to the, yeah. yeah. And, yes. uh, I've also, uh, I've seen that the wealthiest people in the world are, yeah. have strong Virgo or Pisces in their chart. Oh wow, Pisces! I I didn't know that, but for Virgo, yes, uh, I actually it's a statistics that the biggest number of millionaires or something had Virgo in them. Yeah. You see, they don't go through the heart; they feel the things here. That's a practical sign. <laughs> well, and then they can they don't get, you know they don't get carried away with their emotions. You know, they're willing to take the time to really uh, look at things before leaping exactly and even in from young my little brother is only 16 and my parents didn't have money once to pay the electricity and he said oh wait i have and he he came up with two monthly salaries and my parents how do you have this money he said i've been saving them since you've been giving them to me for years <laughs> you know so they are kind of very good with this kind of stuff um and, and what about the colors uh navy grays more and they're more they shouldn't be something that is in your eyes, more subdued, more earthly colors, maybe beiges, office, office type of colors, you know, um, suits them. And uh, if it's too bright, too garish, you know, it goes a bit too much. They have great sense of fashion, actually. Um, they would combine everything perfectly, being perfectionists like that. And I'd say Calvin Klein, I think, would be... I don't understand fashion. I don't know. Calvin <laughs> <laughs> Klein has a certain very sort of clean, defined yeah, exactly. cut and but with great attention to the detail. Mm -hmm. And it has to be good quality, high quality for them. This is important, uh, and they take great care of their clothes. Like I've never seen someone take better care than their clothes. Maybe Taurus, but no, Virgos meticulously folded. My husband is Virgo ascendant, so by color range and he he has them for 20 years and they, they look like they're from yesterday so brand new and but very critical my husband has all his planets in the sixth house which is virgo energy and venus there if you have virgo <laughs> I, I love the virgo energy myself my son has a, has a, has a virgo ascendant sorry you're my son has a Virgo ascendant. Yes, I love it, but it's because I'm so messy and he always comes and he starts looking around with everything is clean. And then we can make love. Everything is clean. Let me do the bed. Okay. Now we can do, you know, or, you know, very hygienic. You have to be hygienic as well. If this can be so off putting for them, some body smells or something like that, body odors. Um, they're a bit. It's a, one of the quirkiest signs, Virgo. Actually, they say Aquarius is, but I, for me, it's Virgo. Um, maybe beats Aquarius even. Because they, they have their little habits, their little uh, something that a bit uh, over the top. If something is not right, they have to make it right, and then they can relax and be fine. Well, it rules the sixth health, routines, habits, the lifestyle. And those lovers, interestingly, yeah. when you have Virgo, they can be great lovers uh because they have a system you know they, now i'll do this i'll do that you know they kind of put it through the head and uh if they learn a routine they can be amazed they can learn very quickly and adapt but they have this routine that they'll go through 
And even with my husband, sometimes I tell him what I like, and he remembers and includes it in the repertoire and doesn't forget, like very good students, you know. So you can train your Virgo to be your <laughs> pleaser, to please as you want. They would want to be offended. Tell them, they'll take it, they'll take mental notes, and they'll apply it, so you can train, you know, your Virgo a woman. <laughs> there might be some, uh, it's, observe that often there is attraction for people that uh, if you have venus in virgo for example venus in the sixth house men like that attraction to women from lower social or hierarchy maybe a secretary that works for him uh maybe uh, the domestic cleaner or even prostitutes interestingly enough this is one of the signs that likes women in trouble <laughs> for a man that has venus in virgo he can like a woman that's traveled in some way or that is on the lower hierarchical uh, step. Or in nowadays, it can be that these people form more relationships in the office rather than somewhere else or at work while they're working with someone uh, in the process of service, which is um, Virgo's. Um, okay, so Libra. Oh, let me just take the charger, sorry. Libra is the sign of Venus, so it's supposed to be quiet to relationships, to make the person more like Venus should be, about us, not about me. To make the person uh, compromising, taking, making, uh, you know, willing to compromise with the partner, wanting to do things together. So this is all the right things like Venus should be, you know, this is its best sign. It might not be as passionate, uh, but it will be again because Libra is a mental sign of the mind. It's one of the air signs. Uh, so it, um, they do have deep feelings, of course, but they would be more impartial, as they say. They will judge it whether it's fair or not fair. So they're very good judges of character, Libras. Uh, and often, more often than not, they can easily say, because Venus is the sign of evaluating, should I put that, if I put that much energy here, how much should I take back? And actually having bad relationship comes because you're putting a lot of, if you're not objective, if you have a bad Venus or something, if you're not objective, you're putting, giving, 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 giving a lot and you're not getting the opposite. You're not, it's not, it's not equal. But Venus and Libra, they cannot tolerate inequality for a long time. Maybe for a little bit they'll do it, but sooner or later they'll, they'll leave that relationship. They'll say, it's no point, there isn't balance. I'm putting too much, I'm not getting back what it is, you know. So that's why they're said to have a better judges of character to choose people that are, you know, that are more equally, to, to go into relationships that are more equally balanced. While, for example, Leo in Venus in Leo, might go with someone who is more overpowering than them, who, you know, who, who becomes like a boss to them, like they're, you know, uh, who controls them, like the Leo qualities, <laughs> who is dominating. But Venus or Venus in Virgo might, um, you know, like to go for the, you know, because Venus is a sign of inequality, but, uh, sorry, Virgo. But Venus in Libra, they'll try always to, you know, to do the right balance. So that's supposed to be one of them. If you have Venus in Libra, you're supposed to, unless, of course, it has hard aspects by Saturn or Uranus or some difficult. Hola. 
See if we can get Lada back. Oh, you're back. Good. Yes, sorry. Sorry, I dropped out. <laughs> so I don't know what what moment you were talking about Venus uh, in Libra uh, needing to have balance in the relationship. So yeah, so uh, they won't be uh, unless they have a lot of bad aspects, you know, from Saturn or difficult planets to to or Uranus to be inconsistent, but. They usually tend to find more balanced, harmonious relationships earlier and more easily than others. Uh, and they they need to be very much um, good. Conversation is important. One to one time spent together with Venus in uh, Venus in Libra people. Um, you cannot, you know, you need to have togetherness. It's very important for them. They would like to do with you things together, always to get involved with you, always to do things together, whether it's your son in Venus, son in Libra, or son in Venus, or Venus in, oh, sorry, son in Libra, or Venus in Libra. These people need togetherness, uh, and they, they're the ultimate sign for relationships. And they, though, like more sophisticated relationships. They wouldn't like brash, loud partners, uh, because Libra is a cultured sign. Is an um, elegant fine a sign. It, it appreciates finesse and um, culture, and the social etiquette is important for them. So they definitely need a partner who is not embarrassing them in public, who is like their other half fills them, completes them, uh, and uh, who is kind of uh, can be similar, can be different than them, but has to be more classical in a sense, because Libra is a very classical sign. And it needs to be intellectually stimulating as well because it's an air sign. Uh, they need to have a lot of exchange and maybe do together hobbies, different sports. But what stimulates them is intel intelligent conversation, sharing hobbies together, going to cinema, take them to theater, to musical, uh, to you know places of culture where they can enjoy things uh, of refined art. Uh, Venus in Leo, I forgot to forgot to say. They really love maybe theater and you know such kind of amusements, grand amusements. They would appreciate it. Brightly lit places, uh, and Venus in Libra. We're talking about cultured, refined places, places of comfort. Libra is a sign of comfort. Don't take them on wild treks in the forest. <laughs> maybe some of them can. Of course, there are always exceptions, but they usually prefer the elegant Art Deco hotel. Maybe in San Francisco, in an interesting area where they can explore some culture, culture and history as well. You know, uh, and uh, Libra, what advice can I give to them? Hmm. Don't dress elegantly, never garishly, never. Uh, it has to be very much stylish, a little bit. Ladylike, elegant. Uh, if you're going on a date with a Libra man, um, put on beautiful jewelry, not garish, not too bright, elegant, subdued. 
Um, it can be complicated, but it, it doesn't have to be too freely or lazy or anything like that. It's a male sign after all, Libra. They don't like it too complicated, freely, you know, lazy. Uh, but the elegant, I would say Coco Chanel is like a good line, Libra type of style, you know. Uh, maybe not so stuff, stuck up, <laughs> of course. Um, but there should be harmony in, and balance and in the colors. And pale pastel colors are beautiful for Libras. Green colors as well, pale greens are liberal colors as well. Um, intricate, beautiful uh, pieces for accessories, they'll very much enjoy. A beautiful waist, uh, liberal rules the waist area. So uh, if you're going on a date with a man who has Venus in Libra, Emphasize your waist in some way. Um, this is what they find attractive, more nicer wave curve here. Um, if you're going on a date with a man with Venus in Virgo, uh, Virgo rules flat tummy. So men, for some reason, not everyone, but more men in Virgo, they like a flat tummy. So take something to, you know, <laughs> to hide your, if you have belly, you know. Uh, Venus in Leo, um, they love a woman walking straight, you know, yeah, to have a good posture, regal posture. Venus in Cancer accentuate the uh, breast area. Of course, don't push them out. As we said, Cancer is not traditional sign, but a nice deep plunging, <laughs> directing the eye towards the breast, decollete can be very attractive. Uh, Venus in Taurus, the neck, maybe some beautiful jewelry on the neck. Venus in Gemini, your hands put good uh, nail polish there the hand move them gently uh, leave your shoulders naked venus in gemini men and women they they very much enjoy the shoulder area the hands area good jewelry pretty jewelry on the hands arms uh venus in aries i don't know you can cats this is something they like because aries rules the head uh, glasses i'm venus in aries so <laughs> i'm always wearing my glasses um accessories around the head as well earrings and things like that uh, but not too much not too freely not too feminine so for taurus you can do more feminine and venus in libra estate is more the waist but overall you have to have a clean um balanced appearance uh for, for you know to be attractive to venus in libra nothing scruffy the older they get especially the more classical beauty they prefer uh then venus in scorpio oh <laughs> i guess so many people are waiting for that scorpio um it's one of the you know more difficult signs because scorpio is naturally known as a more karmic sign and there is drama there there is more drama than uh they're, they're highly sexual first of all because scorpio is ruled by mars a very sexual planet but it's not the fleeting sexuality, uh, impulse sexuality of areas that comes and goes in a flash. It's here tonight, it's gone tomorrow, maybe you're in love with someone else after that. Um, no, the Scorpio sexuality can carry on for years. They can, for them, it's so. If you have Venus in Scorpio or your partners, if you don't have good intimacy and sexual life, it's almost impossible for you to fall in love or to stay in that relationship. Uh, and but they can be very loyal that's the good thing and they can be interested in the same partner from for many years if there is good intimacy life if not venus in scorpio will not hesitate hesitate to have extramarital relationship 
because Scorpio is a hidden sign. Scorpio is the sign of, um, you know, it's, it rules the eighth house, Scorpio hidden. Um, so they, they get excited of privacy and something hidden, something more forbidden, something more taboo. But if you give them this in the relationship, you're fine. They'll be there for you. So you have to do with them sometimes more forbidden things, a bit more hidden in a sense. Maybe explore tantric sex, maybe explore, uh, I'm not saying go and do threesomes. Maybe if you want, you can, but maybe some um, SM foreplay, uh, um, you know, gentle ways, but some kind of um, uh, deeper, intimate exploration, sexuality, which makes the uh, relate the sexual bonding deeper than before will be very stimulating with it's something that will keep their interest uh and don't leave such people too long without sexual intimacy or at least some tantric physical connection to have uh between each other because again this is they'll start fantasizing or wanting this from somewhere else uh and Scorpio and Venus in Scorpio people, they always have intense experiences. They always, at least initially while they're younger, they have to go through some obsessive relationships, relationship where there is uh, something dark, something forbidden, maybe someone who is from a different racial background, someone who is uh, kind of uh, married or someone who is something forbidden there, something a bit darker, you know, something that is... Um, uh, just like Venus with Pluto combination, it's very similar, uh, and this excites them. This, you know, Scorpio is the hidden, the forbidden, and that definitely, definitely sparks their interest. And they don't have to be so extreme, though. What they can be attracted to is a more mysterious partner, someone who does not put all their cards on the table, someone who has a few more secrets. Someone who is probably more reserved, someone who they have to dig, to explore too deeply, to understand deeply because Scorpio and Venus, they're deep psychologists. And the more they think about someone, the more they're analyzing, trying to get to the bottom of their behavior, of their motivation, the more in love they become, you know, they, the more the, this is what fixture, fixates their thought. They have these obsessive tendencies and in order to, you know, to, increase this sense of being in love with someone, they need to, to be wondering, why did she say that? And they often analyze for everyone, why did he say that? What did he mean by that? I have a friend with Venus in Scorpio, and she writes to me every day, and he said this, what does he mean? And I said, well, it means exactly what he said. No, I see something different there. He means something else. And I'm like, my God, really? <laughs> me being Aries is like, bam, 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 straight. And that's what it means. Yeah, well, the yeah, Scorpio, well, Scorpio you know, is attracted yeah, to your power. power. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's one thing as well. Power. Depth. And, depth. Yeah. There's got to be some substance there to hold and the... Exactly, more no profound, deeper people, superficial people, some, someone who is social butterfly passes from here to there. It cannot grab their interest. Actually, they're put, turned off by such superficial people, but broody, intense, mysterious people, my God. they And they themselves can come across in their sexuality like that. And um, that's why... Uh, Someone who has strong Scorpio in them, you can explore them for years and not know them and still be baffled. And they send you mixed signals because Scorpio is a very mixed sign. 
It's ruled by a male planet, but it's a female sign. So they, when they want something, they go after it, but in a more hidden, indirect way. So they send you mixed signals. Does he like me? That she says she doesn't say she likes me. She she acts like, or she says she likes me. She acts too reserved or too much in control. You know, there's those mixed signals that drive others crazy, and others can get obsessed with them. Often they can have stalkers themselves because the Scorpio energy attracts predators easily, and often the younger Scorpio, Scorpio Venus, they were might have been even had some abuse. Sexual abuse is not uncommon or some kind of a d deep abuse, because that's the skeleton in the closet type of energy of Scorpio. And they, uh, but that's what makes them amazing uh, psychologists after that, you know. And they are attracted to, and they, they might attract predatory people while younger, people that try to take advantage of them, to use them sexually or whatever, to um, that break their heart, trample them. They have some of the more painful experiences in life that, <laughs> they feel like their heart has been taken out, you know, and that's why they become cautious in relationships and they even become manipulative. That's a way to, they use their sexuality to uh, manipulate the other person or the subtle ways of psychological withheld of emotions or feelings or uh, psychological, uh, emotional maneuvering of, in the relationship so they can, so they can protect themselves because they learn either from very young that through sex they have power through others, or that through psychological um, um, manipulation, certain psychological manipulation, that uh, they can get the upper hand in relationships. But this can be the infuriating things with them because so much privacy, um, if, if the partner, especially someone more straightforward, they can play havoc with the mind of the partner. You know? But usually, the older they get, the better relationships they can do, more intense, they can reach tantric levels of sexual pleasure, they can reach healing through intimacy and through relationships. One thing, they say relationship can't change you, you stay the same, no, Scorpio people. Relationship, especially Venus in Scorpio, relationships are the things that can change them, their psychology inside out, totally transform their life. Um, so they, the older they get, the more deeper, intense, and deeply fulfilling relationships they have, but usually they first pass through those more dramatic experiences um, of, you know, and they, they, if they should learn though not to use that scorpionic energy, because they understand others very well, not to use it to manipulate others, because they will keep attracting others that are predatory and that try to manipulate them, so they'll be always in this catch-22. They generate manipulative energy, play they hate manipulators so they try to protect themselves by manipulating anyone that comes in their life and actually they attract master manipulators as well instead they should you know um just go for the more regenerated uh, scorpionic behaviors which is depth intensity sharing don't be don't hide stifle things create intimacy by deep secret sharing rather than secretive behaviors that that create more and more manipulative behaviors after that but anyway it requires a lot of maturation self-awareness that's the, the thing that's the hard thing. yeah and then is venus in sagittarius and that's what that's another notorious position for um affairs <laughs> for some reason quite often uh, and they don't do it 
because of the pure sex only, they um, often do it because they're very idealistic sign. And when a relationship has lost its idealistic spark, uh, and when the reality settles in, they they can it can feel like their soul is dying, and they need adventure. They need something to make them believe in the beauty of love, in the uh, in the in, in eternity of love. They they need to believe in something bigger and greater, and they can you know they can go looking for it elsewhere. And the way to keep Venus in Sagittarius, actually, first of all, Venus in Sagittarius might be hard to get into committed relationships. Uh, they have to be very much in love to do that. They have to, they have to be excitement, passion, enthusiasm there. Uh, but when they do it, to keep them in relationship, you need to give them a lot of freedom. Because Sagittarius is a sign of freedom. They need to explore. I'm not talking open marriages. You don't have to go so far, but allow them to go travel from time to time. Go traveling with them. Explore cultures with them. And they'll be especially drawn to partners who are very open-minded culturally. Partners who are foreigners, uh, if you have a foreign background, different ethnicity, they can be fascinated by you because they want, they like novelty and they like adventure and they like uh, expanding um, this culturally very embracing of others. And one thing that can be very off-putting for them is small-mindedness in a partner or stinginess as well because Sagittarius is this very generous, expansive sign. So someone who, a partner who says, oh, I hate the blacks, or oh, I hate all Irish, or like jumping big groups of people and being racist or something, or, you know, they can find this very off-putting because Sagittarius is a very open-minded, almost humanistic, idealistic type of sign. And they can, you know, uh, they want partners that have such all-embracing ideals as well more humanitarian, more humanistic in a sense. Uh, and they love a partner who is open-minded to explore other cultures, other adventures. It doesn't have to be even going to other countries, but exploring adventures with them. They like surprises. They like routines in relationships can fill them as well. That's why, again, one of those signs, the mutual ones, that they find it hard when there's too much routine, just like, um, just like Gemini. And Sagittarius as well, when there's too much routine and there's lack of diversity, they lose, they start, the spark starts losing. So they have to have some uh, diverse relationships, uh, like not to have everything planned, you know, <laughs> every day <laughs> with a partner. A bit of surprises, a bit of adventure. Uh, yeah, pettiness also is something that turns them off. Small-mindedness. Uh, pessimism, oh, if you want a man with Sagittarius, Venus to fall in love with a woman, make them laugh, have fun, have, be like the sun for them, wear bright orangey yellow colors. Um, this is the colors of Sagittarius, they're goldenish, again, orangey, saffron-like, uh, be the sun, make jokes, when they want to, when you know that the Sagittarius is in love, when they try to make you laugh, they start cracking jokes and stuff. That's how they try and impress you, you know. And uh, if you have, if you have fun and laughter together, you can keep the interest and do little adventures together and be less predictable. You, it's great and be open-minded and maybe have uh, uh, 
ideological similarity or interest in some kind of Sagittarius is the sign of beliefs and ideologies, um, you know. And overall, they, sorry, I'm getting a bit slow now. My, my head is starting to get tired. Uh, but freedom, give them freedom, allow, don't push them, don't corner them in, in decisions, don't give them um, ultimatums because they'll feel like a horse cornered in the, uh, in the corner. They'll start kicking and they'll want to run away. Uh, be fun, be independent, have your own independent life. Pretty much like the other fire sign, like Aries, you is not so much. But areas they need freedom, independence. Let them let the bird free, they'll come back to you. So that matters the most. The well, they love adventure, travel, yeah. adventure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they'll go on their little adventures, but they'll come back to you if you give them the freedom. And if you don't, uh, they don't like being felt like restricted, criticized. And someone who is too negative around them, they cannot tolerate that sooner or later they'll leave such a marriage or relationship. If someone criticizes them a lot, if someone curbs, like clips their wings, uh, or someone laughs at their uh, ideals, or someone undermines their philosophy because they're very, they, they can have philosophical, ideological point of view. Uh, someone, this, this is a great passion killer for them. Uh, so, you know, more embracing, accepting partners that let them do what they want that are also independent from themselves and that are not uh, not I have for example a couple of part a couple of clients now Saturn is in Sagittarius already that broke up with their wives in the last few months because they were saying that their wives no matter what they do they never like anything they say like they get along well on no other you know spheres but their wives never are um, negative and sad and they say this was that was the reason they left. So that was very much Venus in Sagittarius. If they cannot tolerate, because Sagittarius is expansive, happy sign of positivity and optimism. And if they have a woman or a partner or a spouse, husband, who is negative, undermining, critical too much, this is not their energy. They, they, they go away, you know? And then comes Venus in Capricorn, very loyal, very family-oriented as well, um, tradition-oriented. Uh, but, Usually relationships become better later in life because Capricorn is a sign that gives its results better later in life. It matures slowly or they might be attracted to all the partners. They might, I have a friend, Venus in Capricorn. She's always attracted with men at least 7, 10, 15, 20 years older than her. She says, I pater paternal figure, that's what I'm looking for, you know. Um, because Saturn, uh, Sa sorry, Capricorn is the sign of the father figure in a sense, so authoritarian. They're like authoritarian partners. Oh, I forgot to mention something. Venus in Sagittarius. Not only are they drawn to foreigners, but they can be drawn to mentor teacher figures because Sagittarius is like the mentor teacher. I had a few clients already who have Venus in Sagittarius that had affairs with their teachers or professors or something like that that they get attracted to. Uh, not the boss figure over them, but mentoring figure, someone or someone who is wiser, with more like a teacher, like a guru to them. They they very much respect some inspirational figure. This is when they fall in love. Someone who is or someone who is coach, uh, teacher, advisor of some sort. Not even to them, but someone who has wisdom and knowledge 
and is well traveled. This is when those women and men in Venus and Sagittarius, they they fall for such kind of you know uh, worldly mentory type of figures. But Venus in Capricorn, they like the proper authoritarian, like a, their boss or like a father figure, uh, someone older, more mature, more experienced, uh, someone with a lot of achievements and a lot of ambitions in the world. Because Capricorn is a very ambitious sign. Uh, someone who is stable, who has, who will be climbing the ladder stably, securely upwards, uh, and that's what they look for, status as well, you know. Status, it might sound a bit gold diggy, but that's, you know, someone has to marry those people as well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's, um, and they themselves will be ambitious as well, and they can be amazing to support some, political figure climbing up or some director or uh, they themselves you know um, if, if the person the partner is too needs too much space too too much freedom they don't feel settled they, they feel disgruntled they want that the partner is responsible predictable reliable um, that the partner is more serious that the partner has status and symbols of achievements uh, and again, Early in life, they can be disappointments because Saturn is one of the difficult karmic signs where there is kind of, um, they were hurt in some way in relationships. Uh, there is some pain, there is lack. Even it's interesting that in the early part, sometimes Venus and Capricorn people either have lack of relationship or less relationships in the early part of life than say from 30 onwards, 35 onwards or 40 onwards. They can get more satisfying and full and happening love life than while younger because uh, Capricorn has a little bit of a blocking influence there but they will judge the partner again more rationally uh, actually it's a good position for Venus because Saturn is a friend for Venus even though it delays things and can give a little bit more complications while early in life and more difficulty then not for public affection expression of affection you know kissing out on the streets and stuff, but they're very sensual sign because it's an earthly sign. So in lovemaking, they can be, they can take them a while uh, to get used to you, to open up, but once they do, they can be extremely sensual sign because the earth, the earth is the fleshly sign, the material, so they, they can be, you know, they can be, um, they can feel you physically, so to speak, and they can carry on for a long time because, Taurus is a sign of, sorry, Capricorn is a sign of endurance. So they can carry on and on and they can control their sexual energy as well. And there is a lot of sensuality in those people. But on the outside, you won't think it because they can be a lot of reserve because Saturn is this kind of more reserved energy, not showing publicly. Like this friend of mine who has Venus in uh, Capricorn, uh, people think she's the ice queen. She's like, you know, and men are afraid to even come ac across because they think she's too haughty and, she, and, she, and she, she feels too cold, but actually she's extremely passionate and sensual person when they get to know her after dating for five months <laughs> before that. Because <laughs> sometimes with Taurus Venus or Taurus people, it takes a few, uh, a bit longer period of courting till you've proved to them. Well, the you love know. energy would be very self-contained. Yeah, that or the Capricorn. I think this is a great placement for business and money. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. And the sun, the sun in Capricorn, 
they are <laughs> very uh, and uh, if, if you're there if you're loyal um, they are loyal they're loyal partners they're not someone who would have affairs and things like that unless for example they have a lot of clients in Sagittarius or something you know to miss, miss to mix things up a bit uh, but you can have a man with Sun in Capricorn or a woman with Venus in Sagittarius and that can predispose towards affairs even though they're very much for the public image and responsibility and taking care of their family this Venus in Sagittarius is wild it wants its adventure and if the spouse is too traditional satisfies their Capricorn side but doesn't satisfy the adventurous side they'll go looking for something something to idealize and to have Sagittarian experiences so anyway then we move to um, Aquarius uh, Aquarius Venus I'm continuing to talk about Venus um, they they like things a little bit offbeat. <laughs> My husband has Venus in Aquarius, so he married me, an astrologer. <laughs> you know, it's a weird. They might be attracted to more, not weird people, but then they're okay if something is not traditional. They they welcome more uh, progressive. They're very futuristic. They won't be held down by traditions. Okay, all our family married uh, this type of person in this hierarchy so you have to marry the same no you go uh, he was 10 levels hierarchically higher than me it's okay i'm foreigner from a village no career he meets me it's okay <laughs> crazy astrologer so they are very open-minded so to speak they don't judge people on their social status like maybe capricorn do they don't judge people on their um uh, blood religion things like that they they uh they're more humanistic so they judge you on your human qualities basically and they welcome people from all walks of life um and uh, they and the more quirky the better <laughs> the more I, I knew another guy with aquarius venus and he was married to a one of the um uh, a lady what is it called like a duchess or something like that here in england we have some of those he was married to the daughter of uh, one of the the duke of something you know so great status and he meets this crazy romanian gypsy woman <laughs> and uh who is homeless <laughs> who is uh, has absolutely no social class you know but it's crazy and it's um is wild and he leaves his amazing wife from the royal family for her and he, he says i've never been happier i'm with my crazy gypsy woman but <laughs> you know i feel free uh, so i can i can give an example you know they won't care about social status they will uh, care for authenticity first of all and truthfulness of the person and they will care for uh they won't be tied down by old traditional understandings or expectations from society they'll go for progressive futuristic as well um, and they like also a partner who is well well connected socially um, they because Aquarius is a very socially aware sign for example my husband has Venus in Aquarius so the moment I met him my god we're every weekend somewhere with friends and I'm someone who doesn't go out much who doesn't go out much and now we have like so many friends and he's always calling me come on call some of your friends so we can go out and always big groups of friends so if you want to make someone with venus and aquarius happy 
get big groups of friends, go out together, have a big circle of friends. They'll be very happy in such environments, you know. Uh, take them to uh, places where many people go together. Maybe like uh, a concert or maybe like uh, some uh, festival. They, or maybe I know another woman with Venus in Aquarius, she keeps finding all her boyfriends at Burning Man, a big festival in the desert where they're dancing. And, you know, this kind of, they love such kind of things. Uh, they, they, they can be very loyal in relationships if you give them freedom. Aquarius is a sign of freedom. Uh, if the, the partner in their life has to be independent, has to be very interesting, has to have their own personal life. If the partner is too clingy, if the partner uh, doesn't have anything interesting to share with them, communicate new ideas, because Aquarius is an air sign, which is it needs communicative and stimulation with new ideas, progressive new ideas, new, new interesting um, interesting exchanges, they will get bored. They get in love with their mind again, but they get in love with, with exciting communications. And um, it's very important for them, Venus in Aquarius, to have mutual relationship, mutual goals with the partner. They will stay in a relationship even if the sex is not so good or even if some other stuff are not good. But as long as they have a mutual goal together, which is Aquarius, have goals, like raising up the like the kids finishing high school or paying off the mortgage or something, they'll stay in the relationship till they fulfill that mutual goal. When this mutual goal and something to look forward together for both of them has disappeared, then they can move away from a relationship usually. But because it's a fixed sign, they tend to be loyal. Uh, but they can be experimenting, you know, because Aquarius is a sign of experimenting. And um, if you offer him, mm, let's... Um, try an erotic massage probably or she will be very okay to do that you know they will not cringe from things that are a little bit out there uh, and they won't do it because of sexual lust or desire they'll do it just because it's some kind of a new territory to explore uh, so one most important thing they like friendly people they like easygoing people aquarius is a friendly sign if you give them too much complications they don't like that uh, if you are too much of a loner and you don't want to spend time with their friends, well, then you're going to drift. If you don't, if you're too dependent, again, give them freedom, let them do what they want. Uh, they, one thing that's a bit infuriating about Aquarius is uh, Venus and Aquarius, that they might not express their feelings too much, again, because it's a Saturn kind of rule sign. It's more, it's more intellectual as well. So they might treat their spouse in the, not like a special queen like she wants to be or him a king that he wants to be. They treat him as equal to everyone else. They'll treat the spouse like they treat the friend and the spouse or the partner will say, you love me, but why do you give you know the same attention to your friends? And he says, but because it's fair like that. I'm being impartial, you know. He won't put you on a pedestal or something like that, let's say, or she, the partner, they would, they would like impartiality in everything so sometimes you don't feel so special <laughs> you the other partner might not feel so special for them you know um and uh okay and for them you know being their friend maybe oftentimes their relationships start like friendships to have mutual goals and interests or from friendship groups that's how they can always fall they can often fall much more easily in love with someone who is their friend or who gets introduced to them from friend and that and often their marriage can be more a likened to a friendship rather than to some passionate affair 
you know. Yeah, don't you think that the Aquarian they fall in love with the idea, you know, the the, the vision of yes, exactly. Yeah, they have some vision that the they want to do. This, this person will do with them something, and you know, and they that's why they it's very a vision for the future, very futuristic sign. They have to have something to look forward to with this partner. And if their partner says, well, I don't want children, for example, and they want that, it's not going to work. They have to have the same vision for the future. And then comes Pisces. Um, it's Venus in Pisces is supposed to be exalted because those people, you know, um, it's supposed to be, it's said that people who have Venus in Pisces, most of them, if there are not too many difficult aspects, like maybe Saturn Day or something, they they will experience at least once in their lifetime something that's called soulmate relationship. The things that books and romances are written about. Not all their relationships will be like that, but there'll be one idealistic relationship, almost that can feel like ideal from outside, you know, uh, that is... Um, that is almost connection on soul level. But till they get to this partner, they can have a lot of disappointments because they look to connect to others on a soul level. So they recognize in the partner their soul potential. And on the soul potential, everyone is amazing person. Everyone can one day be an amazing musician. Or one day everyone has kindness of the heart, you know. And they don't look so much what the person delivers on outside. But they look what the spiritual potential of the person is, and they fall in love with the with the soul of the person. So they can have a lot of disillusionment early on until they get to that, you know, soulmate. So first they have some suffering again, and often, you know, they idealize someone. There is idealization here because Pisces can put you in a pedestal. Pisces can uh, can see you as the muse. In the best case scenario, their partner will be someone that inspires them creatively. They put them on a pedestal. But when reality hits, of course, they, the, the person can fall down from the uh, pedestal. And often they can be suckers for others. I mean, like they fall in love and they, uh, they're willing to sacrifice their time. They give more than receive sometimes. Uh, if um, they can be more, they can manipulate themselves, but they can be also easily manipulated because they're very compassionate, their heart, as I said, they fall in love with the soul of an Adam. And they can see, oh my God, he's a, isn't he amazing, I love him. And others say, but he's an alcoholic and he cheats. But no, but that's because this is an illness. You don't know what a good person he is. And he cheats only because he drinks. And indeed, he's a really wonderful person, indeed. And they see that. But the reality is that he does all those other things. And often they'll sacrifice a lot until they can't handle anymore. And uh, they have to get out of that relationship. Uh, but because of those sacrifices they've done, it's also the, what I've noticed, like the controversy that God pays them off with one big love sooner or later, with one really ideal love that uh, what they call like, wow, I found my soulmate. And... It's rare for people to have this, you know? So they have to be, even though they have a lot of pain to get there and a lot of that they were used in some way or that they were, uh, that they were confused and that they sacrificed a lot. Often it's part of their karma to take care of someone who can't care, to be a victim savior for someone. Often either they want to be saved by another 
and they are eventually but in the process they end up saving a lot of lost souls as well nurturing them giving them love and as a reward often there is this love that comes um, that is equally loving and they're this is like the best position because they're very you know uh, they that's the best way to love isn't it not to see imperfections in the partner uh, to see just the muse to see just the divine part of the partner rather than to nitpick everything mm -hmm. but because it's human reality <laughs> we, we end up disappointed a lot but still they're idealists even if they get their heart broken they they believe that the big love will come sooner or later but yeah, they so have to be careful the, 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 the you just keep believing yeah and it, it eventually manifests and this is the sign of faith so even if they've been lied to or misled many times so they misled themselves in relationships they should believe that um you know this ideal love exists and it will come to them and usually uh they like the very romantic settings they don't like public relationships they like private settings because it's a private sign Maybe they would enjoy going to a hotel room with someone, you know, with their lover. Or maybe they would enjoy, a, uh, you know, something private at home or going on a holiday away over the ocean. Uh, Pisces rules again, foreign travel. So that would be something very romantic for them. Or even going with their partner on some ashram together uh, or meditation center. Or going to romantic getaways. They're more traditionally romantic in a sense. And enjoying fine arts together, enjoying drinking together. Something that changes them, uh, the escape, it gives them escape from reality in romantic situations. And they often, people who have Venus in Pisces, attract very attractive partners. And they themselves are attractive for some reason because Venus is idealized, Venus is in its most wonderful sign. So they attract gentle, romantic, kind and uh good looking partners but again as i said because it's pisces is the sign of illusions they have a fair share of illusions or they might be the one that will misleading others in relationships uh, they heart they might feel like my heart is like a bus there is always a place for one more person there you know because they have such big capacity for love and idealization and they might think but it's okay i'm i'm doing it for i really love this other person you know i love my boyfriend or my girlfriend but i love the other person as well and, and they can learn the hard way but sooner or later they have this love that feels all embracing and all giving them yeah that yeah there's hiddenness also there yeah. they're yeah. not prone to ex affairs as well because of the 12th house actually this can feel like a safe haven for them to have like a private hidden affair that then that they don't say to others this can be um they have to be careful for that you know <laughs> there is tendency there but it's usually is the courtly love that was enjoyed in the middle ages and the moment an affair was turned into marriage it would disappear this idealized love disappears mm -hmm. and most idealized love is always the one that never turns into a full-blown relationship so you know <laughs> anyway is there anything else you want to say no, in closing yeah, I, I don't think I can talk for two days now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us. Like we covered so much information about each of the signs. There's just, uh, there's just 
an incredible wealth of information. I so appreciate your taking time to go through everything with such detail. And I'm sure, you know, everyone will benefit from what you've shared and what we've covered on the show. So I wanted to remind everybody to please your, leave your comments and questions below the video uh, for a response. Uh, Lada will answer your questions. And uh, also I wanted to say my next conversation show will be about the 2016 forecast with Vedic astrologer and Tarot master Mo Abdelbaki. So be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show. Have a beautiful day, everyone. A warm mahalo. Much love to you. Wishing you happiness and success always. Thanks again, Lada. It's been such a pleasure having you with us. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. So until next time, relax, enjoy your life, and stay connected. Thank you.